Hello everyone, and welcome to Perfect Numbers, a podcast brought to you by Think Academy UK. Subscribe at thinkacademy.uk to gain exclusive access to premium online math tuition enjoyed by over 4 million students worldwide. In this episode, we'll be talking about negative numbers. If you haven't yet listened to episode 2 of Perfect Numbers, where we talked about zero, go back and listen to that episode first. As you're probably aware, numbers don't just stop at zero. When we count backwards from zero, we count into negative numbers. You might have heard negative numbers being used when talking about temperature, especially in winter. The temperature could be minus 5, for example. Or, you might have heard it in terms of money. If your bank account has a negative balance, then you owe somebody money, or are in debt. For a lot of history, the idea of negative numbers confused people. If zero is nothing, and negative numbers are less than zero, how can you have less than nothing? In this episode, we'll look at what negative numbers are, how they work, and why so many mathematicians struggle to understand them. Negative numbers are numbers that have a value that is less than zero. It may help you to picture a number line with zero in the middle of the line. The numbers to the right are positive, and the numbers to the left are negative. You might also hear the word minus used for negative numbers, such as minus 7 or minus 10. This is the same as negative 7 or negative 10. Let's think about negative numbers using money. Imagine that you have £10. You want to buy your friend a present that costs £20. On the face of it, it seems that you can't quite afford the present because it costs more money than you have. Your £10 subtract the £20 would equal to negative £10. And it would seem that, on first glance, it's not possible to have a negative amount of money. You either have money or you don't, right? Well, in reality, the person selling the present might agree to let you pay just £10 right now, if you promise to pay the other £10 later. In this case, you would owe the person £10, or have a debt of £10. To represent this, we use negative numbers. It's also important to remember that negative numbers are the same distance from zero as their positive versions. For example, Negative 3 and positive 3 are both 3 away from 0. Negative 50 and positive 50 are both 50 away from 0. Unlike positive numbers, the larger a negative number looks, the smaller it actually is. So, negative 50 is actually much smaller than negative 3. Negative 1000 is even smaller. 
the further away from zero a negative number is, the smaller it is. Okay, so that's relatively straightforward, right? Let's have a look at where negative numbers can begin to get confusing when we use them in sums, because they can change the operation we're using in a sum. Remember, the operation just means whether you're adding, subtracting, multiplying, or dividing something. Let's take the sum 5 plus negative 3. We know that with addition sums, it doesn't matter which order you add the numbers in, you'll always get the same answer. So rather than doing the sum 5 plus negative 3, we can do negative 3 plus 5. Now it's easier to imagine the sum using a number line. If we start at negative 3 and add on 5, we get 2. That's the same answer we get if we do 5 subtract 3. So 5 plus negative 3 is the same as 5 subtract 3. Now, let's look at what happens when we try subtracting a negative number from a positive number. Let's use the sum 8 subtract negative 2. Remember, with subtraction, unlike addition, we have to keep the order of the numbers the same. In maths, a negative and a negative make a positive. So, 8 subtract negative 2 is the same as 8 plus 2. The best way to remember these rules is when adding or subtracting a negative number with a positive, you simply do the opposite operation. What about multiplication? Well, a negative times a negative equals a positive. So, negative 3 times negative 4 equals positive 12. On the other hand, a negative times a positive is always negative. So, negative 3 times 4 equals negative 12. You might be thinking that negative numbers sound quite tricky, and don't worry, you're not alone. They've troubled mathematicians throughout history. Few could see the use for them, or even understand them properly. There's evidence of the idea of negative numbers being used as long ago as 200 BCE. That's over 2,000 years ago by the Chinese to keep track of money. The first set of rules for dealing with negative numbers were outlined in the 600s by the Indian mathematician Brahmagupta. You might remember him from episode 2 on zero. Similar to the Chinese, he used the idea of fortunes to describe positive numbers and debts to describe negative numbers. Brahmagupta was the first to establish mathematical rules when working with negatives, like the ones we've just described. However, negative numbers didn't start to appear in Europe until the 1400s, after works from other parts of the world were translated. 
English mathematician John Wallace invented the number line, making it much easier to imagine numbers that were less than zero. But even in the 1750s, over a thousand years after Brahmagupta's rules were established, a number of mathematicians took the view that negative numbers didn't exist. Still others believed that they were simply not useful. It wasn't until the 1800s that a clear, logical set of rules for negative numbers were finally agreed upon. So there we have it. Negative numbers have been confusing people for a very long time. But once you get your head around them, you'll realise they appear all around us and can be really useful in everyday situations, such as using money, temperatures, the levels in a lift, sports and games, and even discounts in shops. Why don't you try and see if you can spot any others? We hope you enjoyed this episode of Perfect Numbers. If you'd like to hear more about the incredible history of maths, subscribe to Perfect Numbers on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Think Academy offers premium online math tuition that is specifically designed and delivered to help students achieve better results in Key Stage 1, Key Stage 2, SATs, and the 11 Plus. To learn more about Think Academy's innovative EdTech solutions, visit our website at thinkacademy.uk or follow us on social media at ThinkAcademyUK. See you next time.